are listening to the Plano Pulse, a Plano Chamber podcast keeping you in tune with the heartbeat of the local business community. It's time for the Plano Pulse. Thank you for joining us for Plano Pulse, recorded here at the Plano Chamber office located in the Legacy Texas Business Center. I'm Kelly Marcellus, President and CEO of the Plano Chamber. This podcast is brought to you by WorkSuites. WorkSuites full-service offices, meeting rooms, and co-working spaces are move-in ready with no long-term lease and minimal upfront capital. Check out all 15 DFW locations at WorkSuites.com. Today's guest needs no introduction, but I'll give him a quick one anyway. He has more than two decades of experience in the healthcare industry and currently serves as president, North Texas and Oklahoma, for Cigna, a position he's held since January 2012. We know him as our 2019 board chair for the Plano Chamber and my co-host of the Plano Pulse podcast. It's our friend Lamont Thomas. Thank you for being here today, Lamont. And thank you, and it's my pleasure, and I appreciate your enthusiasm. So, Lamont, as board chair, you're seen out front leading chamber events, hosting the podcast, and meeting with local leaders. But we both know there's much more behind-the-scenes work that goes on that not everyone gets to see. Fill our listeners in a bit on what your responsibilities have been as our board chair. Where do we start? (laughs) When you talk about some of the the behind-the-scenes work, it's really been about providing resources to the staff and the team at the Plano Chamber to execute and deliver what's expected by the members. It's attending a lot of meetings, a lot more meetings than I thought I'd ever have to attend. Uh, when you become board chair, you used to, I used to think that was the easy job. Mm-hmm. It was just one with a title and uh, the face of the chamber from a board perspective. Boy, was I wrong. I mean, earlier in the year, we had the CEO resign, and then it became quickly an executive search for a new uh, CEO president. And fortunately, we were able to find one right here <laughs> in you. Uh, and then it's providing that transition but also assuring the membership that we're going to be okay in this transition. So a lot of effort around that um, and really getting out of, at the end of the day, as I mentioned earlier, getting out of the way of the staff and really allowing them to do what they do best and provide them the resources they need. Yeah, and I think we're going to talk about it a little bit more here in a second, but just the additional guidance you gave in the interim was really key that you probably didn't get enough thank you for. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. And I didn't know I was giving any, but okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) So it was about this time last year when you accepted the gavel from Jeff Beckley. And at that time, what was kind of your vision for the chamber in 2019? So Jeff left me in a weird place. We had one chamber of the year. And then what's, and everybody says, then what's next? I mean, you're, you can't win it again. So it can go back and try to find out a way to win chamber of the year. But, at the, but we stepped back and said, you know what, how do we keep the momentum? How do we keep fresh our focus and not just rest there as if that's the apex of the chamber, as opposed to just a landing point of recognition on our journey? And so quickly moved into kind of the what's next, but what's next for the chamber? What's next in a dynamic business environment that we live and work? What do we do to stay relevant, but also create greater value for our members? What is something you learned as board chair, either about the Plano Chamber, our community, or, or even yourself that was a surprise through this process? That I'm glad I only get to do it for one year. <laughs> That's my thing. <laughs> so, no, because it's, 
it's it's really a labor intensive. It is. I mean, it's a lot of work. And Jeff told me that, hey, you only have to show up for a couple of meetings. You uh, hit the gavel at the meeting when it's over and you're good to go. Man, did he mislead nah. me? <laughs> no. Jeff. That's right. <laughs> but I did learn the passion that the community has for the chamber. Been part of the chamber for a while and you see it. But when you're in this role, people tend to tell you a lot more about what they like or dislike, the value that the chamber brings to the community, expectations that they have, all positive. I mean, it's, it's rare that I got someone come up to me and say, oh, you're the board chair of that chamber, but more of, wow, you're the board chair of the Plano Chamber. They do such great work. Here's some opportunities. Have you guys thought about this? So a lot more community engagement, not only from a political standpoint, but local community, just community members, but also business leaders as well. Yeah, I think that's one of the things as, you know, coming into the chamber this year that I was so pleasantly surprised as well is just how passionate and excited everyone is about our organization. So that's been nice. Serving as board chair is the culmination of years of experience and service on the Plano Chamber board. So it's not like you walked in off the street in 2019 as board chair. You actually joined the board in 2015. Tell us a little bit about how you've seen the chamber grow and change over the last few years and maybe highlight any accomplishments you're particularly proud of. So coming in in 2015, I think was a pivotal point of the chamber. It's when the whole explosion took place of bringing in Toyota and then other large corporations. And I think that was a growth point for the chamber saying, you know what, we're not that sleepy town chamber. We're not that, oh, the other chamber when you think of Dallas Regional and then you're the other chamber. We really grew into our own. And as an organization realized that there's more that we can do to impact community and growth. And I think that was a critical point uh, with bringing in a company like Toyota, it allowed us to grow other ways as well from a uh, community with more people coming in, uh, create greater discussions around how does our community want, we want our community to look from an affordable housing affordability, from a workforce development. So it became more impactful as a chamber and then a broader spread into the whole community as opposed to just the business community. How do we want the political environment to be here? Mm -hmm. Having a voice in that and a position of influence, I think was critical uh, at that point that's seen us grow as a chamber over the last several years to be more impactful into overall community and not just the slither of business, but also we're involved in the diversity and inclusion conversation with the city, involved in, uh, again, the conversations around affordable housing, uh, the Collin Creek Mall expansion and development. We're at front and center involved in those conversations, which is what, as a member, you want your chamber advocating from a holistic perspective, not only the where I work, but we're also where my employees live, work, and play. Absolutely. Well, we'll be back after the break with more questions for Lamont, including his words of wisdom for 2020 board chair Lisa Smith. But first, here's a message from the presenting sponsor of Plano Pulse, Work Suites. Are you tired of working from the local coffee shop? Move to Work Suites and get more work done than ever before. Work Suites offers the perfect balance between private and shared office space and attracts serious businesses and entrepreneurs who know the power of a great collaborative environment. Choosing Work Suites puts you in a community of inspiring professionals serious about getting real work done. Contact WorkSuites.com or call 888 
312-WORK to check out any of their three Plano locations or 15 DFW area locations. That's 888-312-WORK or worksuites.com. Welcome back to Plano Pulse. I'm here today with Lamont Thomas, our 2019 board chair of the Plano Chamber. As board chair, Lamont, you're privileged to have a unique perspective on our business community and city, and you really do kind of see it through a different lens, leading the organization and getting into the conversations that we just talked about before the break. What do you see as our biggest opportunities and challenges for the business community going forward? So I think the opportunity and challenges are one and the same. And that opportunity and challenge is to stay together with a common focus. I mean, we're seeing it just in our society itself being more divisive. Uh, we have an opportunity as a business community um, not to look at small business versus large businesses because I think the environment is equal for both. And it challenges finding you know, talented workforce a challenge being able to have affordable housing so people can work where they live, a challenge whether you're a small business or a large business, um, a safe community, challenge if you're a large business or a small business. Too often we tend to look at the chambers from a perspective of large and small. So I think that's the biggest opportunity for the businesses to really come together with that common focus that we all share and put that inertia behind making meaningful changes in the communities where their businesses have the opportunity to thrive. That's great. I heard um, General George Mattis speak a couple weeks ago and he mentioned that his biggest concern for the country was the divisiveness and how he thinks that you can get on sides during an election, but then you got to come back together. And I just thought that was really interesting that from his perspective, he, he sees it even from his you know service for so yeah, long. It really is. If you just take the time to peel back a bit, you find a lot that you have in yeah. common. And from those commonalities, I think you build strength and, and be able to make changes that are impactful for everyone. To build on that, let's pretend money is no object. I wish I could pretend that all the time. What are, your, what are one or two projects or programs that you would love to see the chamber launch or continue that you feel would most benefit our community? Quite honestly, I hate this question because money's always an object. <laughs> I know. And, if it was, and if it was no object, I wouldn't be sitting here. But anyway, no, in all seriousness, um, here's the two things that I think there's an opportunity for if we money was no object and we could get the chamber and its members aligned behind uh, affordable health care and affordable housing. Um, are the two things that I think are critical uh, for uh, our, our community. Both the health care, the burden of the health care is, is, is borne by um, the business community, albeit they want it, you know, everyone points to that as the insurance company, but at the end of the day, it's the large part of uh, businesses' expenses, and it's impactful to having healthy employees is it that impact your overall success of your business. So I would work to have partnerships that solve the expensive health care of North Texas as one. And then affordable housing uh, is a challenge and is often connected to uh, financial stability and the growth of a business and a community is being able to afford housing. Uh, it's unheard of the number of folks that are now homeless uh, and the gap in equity that's being created in our marketplace. And it's not just a Plano marketplace, it's our overall nation. Mm -hmm. And that's something that we need to, I think as a business, if we had money was no object, those are the two things that I would ask that the chamber take the lead on helping solve for business community. 
That's good. That's a good recommendation. So something our listeners might not know about is that each year we pull together our former chairmen, uh, chairs of the board, to come back together and hear about what the, what's going on at the chamber and kind of hear from uh, from them. If we're looking in the future and 10 years from now, you're sitting with your fellow former chair chairman of the chamber. When you look back, what do you think you'll remember about this year? What's going on in the city or the chamber? What, do, what will be your story to share of your year as chair? Well, Kelly, that always depends on how well you do, because the the better that you do, the better my legacy this year. You mess up, so does wow, my legacy. Wow, no pressure, no, I'm right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but also in 10 years, when I come back from some beach location that I live in, I'm hoping that we see continued progress, that we look back at this point in time this past year and say, you know what, it was a pivotal part of the organization, but from that we became, we increased the value that we brought to memberships, to the membership, we found ways to increase our financial diversity as an organization, and then we've continued to meaningfully have an impact on a couple of things, the high cost of health care, yep. affordable <laughs> housing, as well as uh, improved our workforce development. That's good. Well, not, not looking at any pressure from that previous question, <laughs> Lisa Smith, who's also following in your footsteps next year as 2020 board chair um, with FedEx office, what's some words of wisdom that you would offer to her as you prepare to pass the gavel? What I tell to anyone who's following someone else in a leadership role do them. When I say that, not try to be any uh, previous president, not bring your authentic self to the role, and also trust the team. I mean, you really got a good team and you want to give them the tools and the resources to be successful, but trust the team. All right, Lamont. Finally, it's been an amazing year. I think I can I can speak from both for both myself and the staff. We've been really thrilled to have you in the chair seat as we we did go through a fair amount of transition. Um, but you're, we're so glad that you'll be with us next year as immediate past chair. And there are a few things that you get to do as immediate past chair. But other than that, what's next for you? What are you going to do with some of the free time from those meetings that we're going to free up from? Yeah, I wish I knew what free time was. I mean, I'm on other boards. I'll continue to be active in the the community. Uh, Work um, is always that for taking as much time as you'd give it. Actually, next year is not my biggest concern because I'll still be involved with the board uh, from a leadership position. It's the following year when I roll off the board. That's what I'm not looking forward to is that, that structure where I'm actively engaged. And I don't have to find other ways Maybe I'll sign up for Leadership Plano. We won't let you get very far. (laughs) That's right. Maybe I'll sign up for Leadership Plano and be the best class of 19... 2000. 2000. (laughs) I'm going back. That's right. (laughs) But anyway. Was there any experience throughout the year, maybe an event speaker or something that you got to do as chair that you specifically remember as a highlight? The luncheon where we had Phil Romano speak, I just thoroughly enjoyed him speaking. But part of what he spoke about, I sat back and I went and said, Where do I have any real friends? When he said that he couldn't get a loan to start Fraud Ruckers. And so he went to five of his friends and and they chipped in, and he was able to start Ruckers. A year and a half later, each of them, for $15,000 investment, received over $3 million back. Wow. Yeah. And I said, 
why don't I have friends like that? <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to kids who ask me for money and never return it. Oh. So. <laughs> yes, he, he was an interesting speaker. He, he had some great stories to tell. Was there anyone throughout the year particularly that supported you or gave you some great words of wisdom as you came into your year as chair? I think I had support from past chairs that would come up and uh, encourage me. And there was, uh, as we had the search committee that we put together looking for the CEO replacement, a lot of encouragement from community leaders that were part of that, but also former um, board chairs that were part of that. But I think my it goes back a little bit further than last year when I was asked to or to start getting involved with the Plano Chamber by Mary Jodine, and just her enthusiasm about the chamber and her commitment and passion to community, I think really gave me comfort mm-hmm. in knowing that I could bring that same passion which I have for community and that it would be well received, not only on the chamber board, but more importantly in the Plano community. Mary Jo's a great ambassador for us, so that's good to hear. Well, that's all the time we have for today, Lamont. As your, Unless you come back to guest host, this is your final podcast recording with us. We're so happy um, that you've been with us all year, and thank you for letting us put you in the hot seat and sharing this great wrap-up of 2019. And I just want to say another thank you for your leadership, not only for me and the staff, but for all of our members and for putting up with all this transition and guiding us through it. It was uh, it was a great experience. Now, I'm pausing here because I want two or three more thank yous just for my ego. (laughs) But no, sorry. No. But Kelly, it's been a pleasure. And I look forward to watching you blossom and the team blossom under your leadership. Thank you. Okay, we're going to do a quick speed round since you've gotten to do this to others in the hot seat. We're going we're gonna to have a speed round with Lamont. Night in or night out? Night in. Are you a dog or a cat person? None of the above. Oh, okay. Favorite Plano restaurant? Del Frisco's. Oh, good one. Okay. Beach or mountains? Mountains. Cocktails or wine? Or Cocktails. Beer? Cocktails, all right. Followed by good wine. And your favorite book? My favorite book. I'm not gonna. I don't think I have a favorite book. That just one that I would. And I let me. Favorite book in my mind says one that I would read again. I'm not big on reading a book again, even though I enjoy it. I just won't read it again. How about favorite movie? Favorite movie. Okay, that's even better. Okay, my wife hates that I like this movie. It's the. Golden Child. It's a movie. It's a movie, Eddie Murphy movie that was done years ago. My wife said it's the stupidest movie that was ever made, but I watch it every time it comes on and she just shakes her head and walks away and says, I don't get it. That's too funny. How about favorite band? Favorite band? It would be Smokey Robinson and the Miracles, followed by Prince and the Revolution. Oh, good ones. I'd like to give special thanks to WorkSuites for their partnership as the presenting sponsor of Plano Pulse. WorkSuites offices are the perfect balance between private and shared office space with a community of inspiring professionals serious about getting real work done. Check out all 15 DFW locations at WorkSuites.com. And if you want to join WorkSuites as a Plano Pulse sponsor and get your business in front of our listeners, contact the Chamber to learn more. With that, thank you for tuning in to Plano Pulse. Please let us know what you think. Download the Plano Chamber app for easy listening. Share with your friends and colleagues, and be sure to tune in for our next episode.